Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I.M. in Memphis, Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Dennis Fuller's producing the program for us. We're glad that he's with us. Sitting across from me is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist, the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGNOTO. Mark, good day, sir. Happy election day. Is it weird? Is it weird to have an election day on a Thursday? I always just feel like local elections, you always just know they're gonna be on weird weird days. Well, it got me thinking today, because we're, you know, we're folks that live in Memphis. I, I don't get to vote in, in the Memphis mayor election, even though I've been following it. Um who would be like the the sports mayor of Memphis right now. Would it be like vacated because like Ja had kind of assumed the throne and like it felt like Penny for a while was like, you know, the biggest guy in Memphis sports and then Ja became the biggest guy in Memphis sports and then obviously the last year has compl- he's, he, he, plenty of, the, just like in the world of politics, there's political stand scandals. We've had some, you know, some issues with Ja's our sports mayor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he can't go win re-election at some point down the line. You know, can't run again. I mean, some might say it gave him better name recognition. Yeah. Maybe he can declare himself Speaker of the House. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, who would be sports? Who would be running for sports mayor right now? I assume Ja would be running for re-election. Or is he not? Was he never sports mayor of I, Memphis? I don't know. I've always, I was kind of thinking about that. Is it one of those situations where it's like Penny is kind of like mayor emeritus and he let Ja like be – he let the deputy take over for a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if we have like a clear cut. I mean, I think the problem is the answer would be job, ja, but right now. Yeah. Well, I could. Mm. I mean, Jaron is very involved. It seems like Jaron's the most politically active of 
our act our current athletes in Memphis, it feels like. Right? Jaron Jackson Jr. I think he'd want to he'd make a run at mayor, maybe. Although he does feel is more he really ch- politically active or is it just like go vote, get your shot. Like, I don't know. Is that like politically active? Well, I guess I would say this. I wouldn't say he's politically active. He's the most politically active of the athletes here, which is not that big of a bar because it doesn't feel like the athletes around here are super, you know, at least vocally, aren't or publicly like very involved politically. Well, the problem is Penny gets well, involved here and there with some local causes, right? But the, for the most part, ja the, the athletes the, here are young. Yeah. Ja did that. Remember, he sent that letter to get the statue taken down at Murray in Murray, Kentucky. Um, and you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, but you're right. I guess you're right. Jaron hasn't necessarily publicly taken a side or supported a candidate or anything like that. Yeah, like he's had like he's, he just he's, he he wants you to be politically involved. Right. He said a lot of things that like everyone's like yes, yes. It's like he literally, if you look at that, he said nothing. <laughs> we said go vote. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but. Hey, it's more than a lot of athletes around here are doing. Right, but like the 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 we, applauding was outweighed with the actual message. No, that's something that sometimes sounds to me like he's mayoral material. Jeffrey. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it that sounds true. like to me we got a candidate here. Um. <laughs> I guess I suppose you can make the he would be the best. He would be the person you'd put up. Great smile, yeah. looks good in a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, can fit in in all mm. sorts of different environments. Um, Mother's a lawyer. <laughs> Mother is an mm. attorney, yeah. Uh, well, I may not be an attorney. I'm descended from one. <laughs> he's in the he's in the players union already yeah. too. Or he's the VP. He's already a VP. He's already run He's, he's on the already fast track. He's already he's already one office. He's fast track <laughs> at the with the NBPA, but uh no, it just is, kinda... he, is he is that winning? Yeah, I guess it is. All right, so are we are we saying are we declaring if this because uh, of uh, this, the seat's vacant because well that's a that, much like here in Memphis we have like seventeen candidates it's kind of the same you know maybe Jaron wins on a plurality yeah with no runoff yeah no runoff maybe he much like here in Memphis he just needs like twenty five percent of the vote and he could be mayor it's kind of crazy yeah I don't know I mean I, I think the problem is like the so at one time it was probably Lawler. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like it's been Penny. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like the Grizzlies. Like I still don't know if it was Ja. Like the problem is, what do you when you determine when you define like the mayor, the sports mayor, most popular person in town, the leader. Is that, is that always the mayor? <laughs> no, the leader, the leader. Of our sports city. I'm not sure our mayor right now is the most popular man in town. Um, yeah. So I, I think Bain, Bain could be up. I don't think he'd win, but I think Bain is he's very popular. Bain is Bain's in the Mike Conley territory where I think like if you're having to rank your favorite Grizzlies, he's probably not gonna get most first place votes, but he's gonna appear on the most ballots. Mm, yeah. I think that's so. If you're doing the ranking vote, what do they call that? You know, like where you rank the candidates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd always be in the yeah. top three, but he'd never be one. Correct. Yeah, but if it got to where like there'd be a lot of people, like there's a lot of people that would get ones, and there's people that would get left. Like let's be real, Ja would still get plenty of first place votes. Yeah, he would also get left off of ballots. Yeah. Well, good thing we're not voting for a sports mayor today. Uh, 
<laughs> Didn't know that's where you're going to take this. We've got, we've congratulations. Got, we've, got, we've got bigger fish to fry. It is uh, tasting menu Thursday. It's a little odd. It's election day, but I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> Excuse me. For sports fans, it's the start of a sports weekend. Uh, more so than election day. I that sounds like a man that didn't watch some outstanding. Like we saw, but well, we did it. We had baseball. You're right. No, 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 no. We had baseball last night. We had Q said it's finest last night. Let me let me give you the cliff notes of what happened. MTSU at one and four hosting Jacksonville State four and one. MTSU was favored. They jump out to a twenty three to seven lead. They missed an extra point, obviously. Mm-hmm. They drop a touchdown pass that was going to basically make it like thirty to nothing or thirty to seven. The route was on. Mark, they then proceeded to give up thirty-eight straight points, and they got blown out. Hmm. Then we go to FIU, New Mexico State. I can't believe that is it. That FIU at New Mexico State is a CUSA game. Well, how about this? Jerry Kill versus Mike McIntyre. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my God, that was on the sideline. Oh man! So, That's like, what's like? What's the next degree of retread? You know, like there's a re- there's retread coaches. What's then the next degree of retread? Um, because that's what those guys are. I know Mike McIntyre was here uh, not that long ago. Nice guy. It's not even. But, I still think they're they're Cusa retreads. Yeah, they're retreads that they want to get back because Jerry give Jerry Kill credit. That might be the worst job in the country. And he's got it. He got him to a bowl last year. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's a good but point. I got to tell you, man, when you watch that. I'm not kidding you. I have seen better quarterback play in high school games. <laughs> these two these two young men, there was a 0% chance that these kids were good in high school. Well, it's tasting menu Thursday after you wet after wet your whistle Wednesday. And also we got a, it was it got scrappy at the end. It got scrappy <laughs> at the end between New Mexico and FIU. Well, now we're going to figure out what's going to be on Jeffrey's four TVs this weekend. Let me um, let me let me give you a little heads up everyone. It's going to be gritty. Uh, You're going to have to roll up the sleeves. 240 or so, Eric Hasseltine, the uh, radio voice of the Memphis Grizzlies right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He'll join us. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the start of uh, preseason for the Grizzlies, media day, the first few practices. They've got it. First first game of the year is Sunday. Uh, First preseason game against the Pacers is Sunday. There'll be an open practice Saturday. We'll get Eric's thoughts on the Grizzlies later this Hour three o'clock or so, we will get into the list. I was at st- I was at Student Madness. One of the few people over the age of twenty five at Student Mad- Madness last night, Jeffrey. Um, uh, so I'll give you uh, my thoughts on th- that. Was not in coaching gear. That was not in coaching gear. Uh, also, Ryan Silverfield uh, donating some tickets to the cause for the Tulane game. Uh, An interesting ruling in the Tez Walker case. Uh, that UNC's been all up in arms about for over a month now, it seems like, uh, that they've been publicly up in arms about it. He has all of a sudden been granted eligibility uh, after not being allowed to play the first four games of the season. Um, and after I'd bet on Syracuse. And it's interesting. Maybe it'll be tougher to work him in the lineup. It's interesting in the sense that they are saying that they changed their minds, the NCAA did, because of new information provided. Mm, that has a familiar ring to it, Mark. Yeah, yes, I believe new information was a key phrase used recently in the DeAndre Williams situation. So we'll discuss that in the list. Also, uh, a lot to get to in the NFL, 
The NFL is defending its Taylor Swift promotion, uh, Jeffrey. I actually might, I might owe you a, a I'm, I'll, we'll talk through it. I might owe you an apology. Oh, this would be good. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Matt Canada is uh, is trying to uh, save his tuchus. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts are back, but it's still awkward. For now. <laughs> For now. Uh, and Tom Brady's uh, Raiders ownership uh, stake might have hit a snag. What? Um, yes. Uh, so we'll get into all that in the NFL. But let's start our favorite thing to do each week, the tasting menu. We are going to determine what Jeffrey is going to be watching on his four TVs during this sports weekend. Jeffrey, every once in a while, it's a five-screen weekend. Is this a five-screen weekend? Do we need to wheel one in? Do we need to use the computer, the iPad? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, no? Absolutely not. No. Um, no chance. Even with baseball playoffs going on? Well, first off, I don't think they heat back up till Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out. Wild card, wild card series didn't work out I, for Major League Baseball. This is I told you I was invested in the playoffs. I invested too early, it feels like. This is you know, I the Owls have a bye tomorrow night. So I was hoping for, you know, oh, man. some Friday night fireworks maybe. Look it's looking a lot like uh, I'm gonna be watching a lot of SmackDown tomorrow night. <laughs> um I don't know if you've taken a look at the slate, Mark we could have really used someone yesterday winning a baseball game. Yeah. Well, let's start here. All right. Thursday night football. My mm. commanders playing the bear, hosting the bears on, on Amazon. Al Michaels let you know he is not looking forward to this trip to land for this trip to land over. So I think that's actually the most interesting aspect. Going to be honest, you know, narrative around DC trap game, big, well, big game for the commanders. You're going to make the playoffs. You got to beat win, the Bears gotta, at gotta, home. You got to win these games. If you're going to be a playoff team. You got to beat the Bears at home. I think it's a fair I think it's a fair statement cuz I'm dead yep. serious. I think it is entirely possible y'all could be a wild card team. Being a wild card team involves winning these types of games. Like Correct. a Bears at home Correct. That is, is a game you that cannot if lose you're, that one. Yeah, you got to win this one. So, you got that interesting storyline. How at what point do you think we're going to notice like here I guess this is a better question. Is Al ever going to check in? Because at first I was thinking, at what point do you think we'll notice Al checks out? I think the real question is, does Al check in? Yeah, I don't know. We'll know from the intro right off the bat. Like, how is he? How does he describe the Bears? You know, like in his intro, how does he describe the Bears? Does he describe them as like? Does he, is he like talk about? Ju- the only way he's invested is if he's invested in like the fact that this, like, the Bears could literally be like a capsized ship. In that, like, Justin Fields seems to not really mesh with the coaching staff. You've got Chase Claypool, like, openly kind of in. Uh, Wasn't there another player that they uh, openly I, I think you know, Deontay, openly fighting against the, the infrastructure, if you will? I think Deontay Foreman's also been kind of deep-sixed, healthy scratches. Yeah, so. Um, All right, let's look at the commies. We'll know, we'll know so immediately you got based bears, on that, I think. You got, at, you got the Bears at home, at the Falcons. Another one. Like, Desmond Ritter still never lost as a starter okay. at home. At home. Okay. Whether it be at the University of Cincinnati or Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, there you That's go. That's a good one. Uh, we don't need to go through the commanders. No, you got the Giants. There's a win. Maybe. That feels like that uh-uh. classic commanders uh-uh. would be, How would are we be going lose, to block get, you? getting swept by the Giants and that costing them. Like the, like the Giants are a four-win team, but two of the wins are against the commanders. Okay, y'all are at two and two, right? Yeah. So here are the wins that you need. Bears, two Giants games. That's that's five. 
Buddy, the schedule ain't that good. Trust me. We're, we we got a little time to go through this one. Okay. Uh, gonna beat the Jet. Got to beat the Jets. You also need to hope that the Cowboys in Week 18, the Cowboys in Week 18 aren't playing for anything. You got a Rams game in there. Rams eh. aren't bad. The Commanders are not good enough to chalk up like like to go. Oh, that's a dub. Tonight is maybe the closest you can get. Do the Bears? I'm sorry. Do the Commanders have the best quarterback in tonight's game? If I give you right now, if it's straight up, but if I trade you Sam Howell for say, Justin Fields. I, would, I think they have a better chance of making the playoffs this year with Sam Howell than Justin Fields. All right, here's how I, I think would look at Justin I, Fields is probably long-term maybe the better option. Here's maybe. What I, I actually think I would I would do it because I think enemy could do better with yeah, Fields. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think the Bears are just incompetent. It's very obvious they're incompetent. Yeah, Eberflus. All right. All We've right, also so got thir- some Thursday night CUSA, baby. Yeah, you got Cusa. Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State. Or I guess they're just Sam Houston now. They've taken out yeah, the I think state. They take out. Shout out to my cousin Lynn. That's her, her alma mater. Sam Houston at Liberty, 6 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. And then Western Kentucky at Louisiana Tech, Don't let the 7 toppers o'clock. get hot, baby. ESPN. Friday night. You're off Friday night. You can watch Kansas State at Oklahoma State, 6.30 ESPN, or Nebraska at Illinois, 7 o'clock FS1. Why is that game not on BTN? Because FS1 Saturday. needed a game. No, but like Saturday. FS1 needed that. They get that Friday night game. I want that. F- that needs to be a Mountain West game. So, like, you you sit, you would rather have, because, like, like, the Big Ten Network games this week, it looks like because Big Ten teams are off, like, Howard at Northwestern, they're not going to put that on FS1 on Friday night. And that's by the way, that's a two o'clock BTN. It yeah. doesn't even look like there's, there's just, not really any. There's B, not that's even the eleven only, a.m. That's the only BTN. It must be a bunch of Big Ten teams off. That's why that game is on Friday on FS1 because they have to put a and the and the Maryland Ohio and State. There must game. not be Mountain because usually that's the sweet spot for Mountain West play. All right, yeah, let's just right. get to Saturday because there's right. nothing. There's nothing else on Friday. Saturday, the eleven a.m. window, the marquee game of the weekend. It feels like number twelve Oklahoma. At, Against number three Texas, is it? It's at the Cotton Bowl, right? Not at the actual Cotton Bowl. Yeah, yes. not Texas not, State Fair. Yeah, it's at the Texas State Fair, and they have to play that bad boy during the day. Eleven a.m. ABC. Uh, then we've got eleven a.m. on ESPN. Number twenty-three LSU at number twenty-one Missouri. Battle for the Tigers. Eleven a.m. on uh, well, it's Missouri's second and third week, three weeks because they played Memphis. <laughs> um, eleven a.m. on Fox, Maryland at number four Ohio State. Uh, 11 a.m. SEC Network, Western Michigan at Mississippi State. 11 a.m. Your Peacock Special, Rutgers at Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> 11 a.m. CBS Sports Network, Boston College at Army. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. ACC Network, William and Mary at Virginia. Will UVA win a game? This is their shot right here. Is this- William and Mary still good? They used to always be like a pretty solid FCFC. Yeah, well, that was when Mike London was the coach, and then UVA hired him. Um, oh no, wait, they had yeah, they had Jimmy Lake. They the one with Jimmy Laycock. Yeah, they were the one with Jimmy Laycock um, as the head coach. Isn't uh, that like the oldest school in the country or something like that? Yeah, it's it's in Williamsburg. Uh, I've uh, then you got Toledo at UMass, eleven a.m. ESPNU. Uh, let's see. All right, wins over Wofford. Charleston Southern. So they're undefeated. Mike London's back. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. He's back. No, he is the head coach now. That's what it is. Oh, so this could, we could have a yes, nice little this revenge. A revenge. This game. could be a reve- revenge. You didn't know game. that you wanted to watch UVA uh, William and Mary. You know what? You want to, you want me to tell you a coach who wasn't really fond of me as a beat writer? Mike London. Mike London was not really fond of me. Mike as London's a beat not a writer. big fan of people that ask questions. I've noticed <laughs> it was FOIA requests. I put in too many. It was the open records request. All right. So Mike London in his second stint back. He's twenty seven and sixteen. They are four and zero this year. Oh, we, this could be good stuff. I, I might am, watch this game. I am. Not, I might watch this game as someone who covered Mike London. I because Mike London, he is the classic. He is a good man. Mm-hmm. I, he just was not a good football coach at UVA. All right, I don't even. You gotta. You gotta roll up the sleeves to get four here. All right, so you got Oklahoma. The, the Red Obviously, River TV TV one. Red River shootout. Uh, Oklahoma Texas TV one. All right, LSU Missouri ranked versus TV ranked. Two. Yeah. Okay. Then. Does Maryland Ohio State get a TV? Yes, because I'm invested in Ohio State. All right, so your fourth thought. Wow, you you are going to really have to dig deep. You're going to have to either watch BC at Army get a little scout in on the future member of the AAC potentially. Is it Rutgers at Wisconsin? I think it might be this William and Mary UVA game. I mean, Rutgers. For me, was, that's what we get TV for. But I think I'm a little biased. Here. Rutgers Wisconsin's the matchup of the two best teams that are remaining. Okay. All right. So you're going Peacock. I guess. Yeah, going Peacock. This is gross. <laughs> All right, the the afternoon window, our 1 p.m. CW game, Marshall at NC State. Marshall going for the – is this their third ACC win? They got Tech, and didn't they get uh, – no, 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 this would be their third. They're going – okay, so they got Tech – and then Old Dominion. So there's they had two Virginia wins. Gotcha. But they are four. And all. That's, for, that's another. If they win this game, they would be very squarely in the mix for the group of five 100%. spot in the New Year's Six. Um, I don't know if they get out of the Sun Belt, but I completely agree. Uh, then you've got on Big Ten Network, Howard, the aforementioned Howard at Northwestern game. Um, 2.30 on ABC, Virginia Tech at number five, Florida State. 2.30 on CBS, Number 11, Alabama at Texas A&M. 2.30 on ESPN. Syracuse at North Carolina. Number 14, North Carolina. 2.30, a Peacock exclusive. Purdue at Iowa. Mm. 2.30, ACC Network. Wake Forest at Clemson. 2.30, CBS Sports Network. North Texas at Navy. 2.30, ESPNU. Texas State at Louisiana, two, 3 o'clock SEC Network, Vanderbilt at Florida, 3 o'clock Fox, UCF at Kansas, 3 o'clock ESPN2, USF at UAB. That's your How m- is that on linear television? USF at UAB? Yeah, I'm not sure. USF's a road favorite. <laughs> When's the last time that happened? Um... All right, so TV one obviously has to be Alabama A&M. Agreed. Yes. Is there even a remote other option that's even close? Oh, I mean, you forgot on the Pac-12 network. Oh, at yeah. two, you get Washington State, UCLA. I'm very interested in that game. Okay. Well, yeah, Pac-12, Washington State at UCLA. All right, that's TV two though. Okay, so you're going Pac. So very few people are going to be able to have that Correct. on TV two. Correct. You either got to find the legal stream, or you got to do what I do. You beam it up from your phone. It's awesome. I guess is it is it Syracuse? I think at that's, UNC? Uh, that's, that was what I was eyeing. Or Wake Forest at Cle- is Wake, Wake doesn't have a pulse this year though, right? They're not good. I most certainly hope not tomorrow. Yeah, Wake. 
Um, I'm yeah, I think it's 21. Syracuse at UNC. I think that's what it is. And then my fourth game is UCF in Kansas. Okay. Yeah. You see, you Gus see our, just got, got an, an extension. extension. Yeah. Premature extension. It looks like it happened well, both yeah. at Auburn and UCF. You you want to you want to get the ten full hats out? What's that? Was that a uh, Arkansas was sniffing around again? Ah, uh, preemptive one. Yeah. Hmm. Gus is used, or at least Gus convinced him right, Arkansas exactly. was sniffing exactly. around again. Gus has used Arkansas for I think <laughs> four different extensions in his career. <laughs> this might this might yeah. join the list. Okay, uh, your early evening slate. Five thirty. By the way, Dion not on a channel. I know five thirty. Pac twelve network. Pac twelve network. Colorado at Arizona State. Uh, Six o'clock on ESPN. We've got Kentucky number twenty. Kentucky at number one Georgia on NBC. Number the battle for the little brown jug. Number two Michigan at Minnesota. Six thirty. Six thirty on ABC. Number ten Notre Dame at number twenty five Louisville. 630 SEC Network, Arkansas at number 16, Ole Miss. 7 o'clock ACC Network, Georgia Tech at number 17, Miami. 7 o'clock Fox, number 24, Fresno State, the leader in the clubhouse right now, I'd say, for the New Year's Six Bowl in Group of Five at Wyoming. Mark's already put him on upset alert. Probably. there feels like... Feels like this is the one game. Like if you look at their schedule, I'm not saying they can't. They're gonna definitely win every game the rest of the way, but all the rest of their challenging games are at home. Like they play UNLV at home. They play Boise State at home. You know, like I, I think. But do they have to play Air Force? No. Okay. They wouldn't play them till so the, the title Mountain game. West Championship game. So this is if they're you know this is probably their best shot to lose honestly the rest of the way. All right. Even though they they probably will lose a game. That's my hold on, and then uh, seven o'clock ESPN two Texas Tech at Baylor seven o'clock FS two TCU at Iowa State seven o'clock CBS Sports Network San Jose State at Boise State. They're not even listing Colorado State Utah State as even like a plus. No, there's just nothing there. Oh my god, that's awesome! I bet a game this weekend that I'm gonna have to watch on Stat Broadcast. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't done that in so long. Are you, is that a good like I haven't done in so long? I mean, that's upset? like a, that's like a, this. I don't. This is warming you up for college basketball season. Uh, this gotcha. is college basketball <laughs> seasons when you're really like, where, what's that stat broadcast password? Oh my god, <laughs> can I guess this one? Is there a master password? All right. I think I want. Here's here's my justification. I'm going to put Georgia and Kentucky on TV one over Notre Dame Louisville, and here's the reason why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Georgia, I'm now I'm now starting to consider. I'm not saying that Georgia's not good. Like I don't, mm. but I am like I am at some point wondering like is Georgia just showing us what they are? They should if they are if they are what they were the teams of the last 2 years probably go out and win this game by Correct. Cuz Kentucky's touchdowns. basically trying to do what Georgia wants to do, but Georgia's doing it with the superior talent. Yeah, I also just think there's a little bit of isn't there kind of a little bit of boredom at play here with Georgia? And maybe now that they're actually playing a team with a pulse, they'll get well, up for the I game. Well, I thought last week they would get up, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, they were also sloppy a little bit early against Auburn, and Auburn came out absolutely on fire. But I, I at a certain point, like I am starting to consider, like, hey, maybe you know Jalen Carter, whose NFL teams can't block, maybe they miss him. Like, that's, that's what I'm doing. So I want to see if Georgia can flex. 
I'm putting them on TV one. I'm putting Notre Dame Louisville on TV two. Okay. Arkansas Ole Miss on TV three. That game always gets drunk. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the little brown jug. Really? So no Fresno State Wyoming. I don't want to watch Wyoming games. You check in on Wyoming games. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, I that point total is forty four. The little brown jug can get a little, yeah, you know, can get freaky sometimes. Well, can Fleck can Fleck get him up? Yeah, because it is in Minnesota. What's the what's nineteen? What no? But what's the what's the uh, uh, what's the weather in Minneapolis? It, they're week? showing fifty three, okay. yeah. a balmy fifty three. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Just don't want you don't want. You don't want bad weather against a team like Minnesota. Like, Michigan's advantage over Minnesota is they just got way better athletes. And, like, bad weather can negate that. Yes, and then we only have two night games. Yes, only two night games. And only one of which y'all can watch. Yeah, Pac-12 Network, you got Oregon State, number 15 Oregon State at Cal, and then on ESPN at 930, Arizona at number 9, USC. So, you're right. It's not the – here's what I'd say. It feels it's light. not it's not a yes it feels like there's a it feels like a lot of teams are on on their open week honestly it doesn't feel like there's the same number of games as previous weeks in college football and that's that's more the issue than like and I guess there's it not makes a lot sense. there's like per capita because it's it feels week like six it's yeah. it's kind of middle of the season like you know you we, in each window the 11 a.m window you get the I Red River shootout next week ain't a whole lot better well, because they backload these conference schedules for November. Like, look at the Big Ten. There's going to be the no— The Big Ten does that, but the— I mean, you got— uh, next, you week got... Is, next week's USC-Notre Dame. Okay. And, and you got you got Bama A&M is a good game in the afternoon window. Oklahoma-Texas is a good game in the morning window or whatever, the early window. And then, you know, Arkansas-Ole Miss, Kentucky-Georgia, like, those aren't bad SEC games, ultimately. They're fine. <laughs> Fine, and then I think you're sleeping on this Wyoming game. No, I'm not. You, I've watched more of Wyoming than you have. And then Michigan, Minnesota. Everyone decries like what college football's become. You know that's that's a traditional rivalry, Jeff. Yeah, the, the, you know, with a stupid trophy and everything. And this is one of the rare trophies in the Big Ten that Paul Bunyan didn't create. <laughs> he drank from it though. I think. Oh, okay. I'll say. I feel like, like that's that. all Paul Bunyan did is go around the Big Ten <laughs> making trophies. Um, it is. I will say this. It's a great, like honestly, as a Mich- when you're a Michigan student, the 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 Minnesota game is always like a great one to win. It's a great one to be out at like one in the morning, at the because there's a bar called the Little Brown Jug. So if Michigan wins, well, the Little isn't Brown that where Harbaugh got in trouble. Yes, it was where. Yes, that's where he got. The, but if you're there, you know when they beat Minnesota, the football team inevitably brings that jug to the restaurant that no night. way. Yeah, and and whatever. All right, let's get to the Sunday All state, right. which by the way, not a whole lot better. Reminder, set your fantasy lineups. On now, we also have, you're forgetting, we got Major League. By Saturday, we'll have Major League Baseball playoffs. Yeah, but we talked about it. But that's for the weekdays. Okay. We'll check in. Texas-Baltimore is going to be a good series. We'll, we'll check in. Phillies-Braves, Phillies, Diamondbacks-Dodgers. Yeah, we'll check in on. We'll check in post-football. Okay, so check in Monday. Correct. Check in Monday for Game 3, yeah. the pivotal Game give me, 3. Give me some intense Game 3s. Okay. All right, uh, on Sunday, we got a London game. Set your lineups. Jacksonville against Buffalo, 8.30 a.m. kickoff. If you're uh, Buffalo, are you a little worried that Jacksonville's too acclimated to London? By the way, my NFL Plus, I do get that live. There you go, NFL yeah. Network. Yeah, I do get that live. Uh, that's on the network. I think Rich Eisen's on the call on that one. Um, then you've got Houston at Atlanta. Gross. Carolina at Detroit. Titans at 
Indianapolis. Giants at Miami. Sorry. New Orleans at New England. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. So we got our first bye weeks this week, too, in the NFL as well. Well, this is an undoubtedly red zone TV one day. Yeah, yeah. This is the definition. Honestly, can you make an argument for Titans-Colts? Yes, I think it's an important game. I think, honestly, it's hard to believe. I mean, won't the winner be in first place in the division if the Jack if Jacksonville loses to Buffalo? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... It, I, I think it's an important game. So I guess for the Titans. TV, TV2's got to be Ravens-Steelers, although I can't watch the Steelers play football. It's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. They've been disappointing. But it's still division. It's a division matchup. Tomlin's, Traditional rivalry. Tomlin's an underdog. It's always yeah. That's always fair game. And then I have no idea what to do with the fourth TV. I think, is it, weirdly, is it Houston-Atlanta? Or is it? Or is it? Or is it? My you, you see, watch Miami Giants because you're a Giants fan, and you, you know my, I, Miami I, I, could could load up, you know, could have some fireworks. I mean, I think the Dolphins are more fun to watch. So yes, you could throw that. Out. But I'm talking if you just want a good game, mm-hmm. I think probably your next best option is Texans Falcons. But I can't. That's a bad game. In good conscience, I can't advocate. Like no, here's the thing: the Texans are fun. The Falcons play miserable football. Well, in the reality, but here's here's how I think about it. it. Let's say you're Joe Schmo in wherever, like Minnesota, because the Vikings aren't playing in this window, and you're like, what if if your Fox game that week, or I guess it would be a CBS game CBS. technically because it's Houston. If your CBS game that week is Houston Atlanta, you're like throwing your remote at the TV. Yeah, no, you <laughs> you know, like, well, you're like you're come looking, on. Can I order? Can I order Red Zone? Can I? Can, why can't I get Baltimore Pittsburgh yeah. at least? Um, all right, your late games. They at least gave us four. Four late games. Uh, we've got at 305 Cincinnati at Arizona, Eagles at the Rams, Jets at Denver. That was supposed to be your marquee game. Yeah, they flipped. And then Kansas City at Minnesota. What was so. the stat you had the other day? This is Jim Nance's first time calling like a – He hasn't called uh, – yeah, Jim Nance – I mean, it makes I, – I still hate the – we're screwing up the rules. I guess at least, though, this would have been a CBS. He hasn't called – Jim Nance hasn't called a Vikings win in 10 years. There you go. Yeah. But historically, he's been the AFC guy, and the Vikings <laughs> haven't been very good. Yes. Um, and then Sunday Night Football is a great game. Dallas at San Francisco, a marquee game. What's the, your favorite late game? Is it Philly Rams or is it Kansas City, Minnesota? I think it's Kansas City, Minnesota, right? Because we get a, it could be a shootout. I mean, it has to be Kansas City, Minnesota, because we got to be on we got to be on Tay Tay watch. Oh, yeah. Will right. she go to Minneapolis? She won't this week, right? She I don't know. She takes a week off, right? I don't know. Is Minneapolis any worse of a city than Kansas City? No, it's not about that. It's not about like what's. It's just a plane she's flight away up every for week. her. You think she's gonna come every week? Why just to she, promote the? Why would she the go movie? to Kansas City and not go to? Do you think the the fine people? Listen. I don't know if you've been to Minneapolis. She looks like them. Oh my they God. will welcome her with open arms. <laughs> There's some diversity in Minnesota. Yes, between fair-skinned blondes and blondes with tans. Oh, my Lord. They're literally called the Vikings. <laughs> I guess. I, I bet you she doesn't come this week. Phrasing. To Minnesota. I I don't know. I think she's I think she's globetrotting. 
You think she? You think she's going to be at every game till she leaves the country? Uh, yeah. I mean, I her. will say the one thing that works in your advantage. Didn't we get whispers before? The, it, I've not been sensing a lot of Taylor watching Minneapolis. See, I think I think part of the reason she was at the Jets game is because she like kind of lives there part of the time, anyways, in New York. Like she's got a place there. She doesn't have a place. Well, in no, New York. she's letting Sophie Turner live there while she's been kicked <laughs> out of her house. Shout out Joe Jonas. Uh, maybe we'll get into more Tay Tay. Uh, next hour when we talk more NFL. But uh, when we come back, Eric Hasseltine's going to join us. Let's talk some Grizzlies. Yeah. Pre- first preseason game is Sunday night at FedEx Forum. We'll get uh, Eric Hasseltine's thoughts on the first week and of practice. And a Pacers scouting report. He better have done his notes already. <laughs> a Pacers preseason scouting report, perhaps, when we come back. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle for all the hard-hitting action with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and use bonus code MEMPHIS200 when you place a $10 pregame Moneyline wager on any pro football game. You'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly regardless of your wager's outcome. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, player props, live betting options, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and sign up today to get started. Go for the end zone with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's, 21 or older to wager, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Eric Hasseltine is the Memphis Grizzlies radio network play-by-play host. First preseason game Sunday. Eric, have you finished your game charts yet? What are game charts? What's the thing that you, you know, you're bored. 
Your board that has all the info. It was a joke. It's been so long. No, I started on them a little bit, but that was. Is it uh, harder for preseason games because more guys play? Nah, you just. I mean, like the stats don't really matter. You just look up stories about guys, and yeah, you read a lot of Wikipedia pages and a lot of articles and things like that, and you just make notes. I mean, the the numbers, you know, for obviously if. It, if it's somebody that's going to play that's an impact player, like like take, for example, last year's first preseason game in Milwaukee, none of the starters played. It was all young guys, undrafted guys, so you just kind of just read up on it. So, no, I'm, I'm doing some now and, and today and tomorrow and Saturday. I try not to just cram it all in in one day as best as can, but you also you know, you got to start getting ready for Tuesday. you got to start getting ready for Thursday, and then, you know, before you know it, It'll be a week from Sunday in Miami, and it'll be the second-to-last game. Yeah, it's going to fly by. I I don't know how busy you get during the regular season, but any thought as to who's going to serve as a chaperone with John Moran on the road uh, these first 25? Who's going to make sure everything goes smoothly during this suspension? You know, in all honesty, I think it's on him. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't want to speak to something I don't know about. I would I would be – Shocked if there wasn't somebody to contact or, or to kind of be there, but I don't think it's anybody that that, that necessarily is provided by the team per se. Yeah. It's on him. Yeah. I, you know, look, his his father I think said it best, and that hey, my my son's got to make better decisions. And you know, I don't know how that went over. I haven't spoken to Jai. I haven't spoken to T. I, you know, I, I just to me. To be honest with you guys, I kind of stay out of that stuff. Yeah, I mean that's that's it, it, that's nothing pertaining to what my job entails. But like, if I if it were me, I would think it's kind of on you to be able to make decisions. Because if if you need someone to guide you, and I mean, I, I look at it like this: I had friends growing up with the strictest of parents, and they were probably the wildest ones of my friends because the minute they could break away from that iron hand, so to speak they were going to do what they wanted to do. I had friends who had all the freedom in the world and they were, it was just old hat. You know, it's the age old. If you allow kids in Europe to drink when they're 16, you're not having problems with kids going to college and and finding alcohol for the first time. And they know how to handle it better. And that's their philosophy to it. Um, Whereas ours is, you you know, you're under 21, you're not allowed to drink and it's this big, okay, well that's, we're doing something we shouldn't be doing, which is a rush and it's an adrenaline flow. And, you know, all of a sudden you start getting kids going to parties and sneaking beers and sneaking alcohol and, you know, bad things can happen that way. It's not that it doesn't happen the other way too, but I think when you're exposed to things that maybe people say you shouldn't do, or, you know, you're not guided by, you know, a strict authority and you're given the opportunity to make the right decisions, usually that, that leads to you, eventually making the right decisions when you make mistakes, if that makes sense. Maybe I'm way off base in that. I'm not a psychologist, but, you know, uh, I guess today I'll play one on the radio. That's just my belief. Well, I do – I actually think, you know, I was was kind of joking about the Chevron thing. I think it's net positive. Like, you're right. It's up to him to, you know, ultimately act like an adult, essentially. Um, But I think it's – I personally saw – I thought the best news out of Media Day was kind of the – the news that he's going to be able to practice this whole time, that he's going to be around the team. Basically, aside from the two and a half hours they're playing games, he's going to be around the team. I think, like, I think 
the, my biggest worry for Ja during this was like if he was going to have to be separated from the team for long stretches because right. he wasn't allowed on the road and things like that. I, I thought it was. I think it's to me it really sets up the Grizzlies to be able to deal with this and move on from it. Like I don't. I just don't. I don't expect this suspension to have an adverse effect on their season. I guess is well. What I kind of said that yesterday with Sparky, and that you know, um, I think you know we were talking about the the opportunity it presents. It's it's a great opportunity for Ja to one. You don't get game physicality, but you know you're going to play hard in practice, and that you're, you're not going to get that just working out or going to you know, getting 10 guys together and playing open gym. You're going to play, you know, consistently with NBA guys because you can't ask your, your teammates to, hey, can you come, can you bring five guys and we'll, we'll go run, you know, a, a three-on-three or something when, they've, when they're practicing and playing games because that just would be uh, – there's just no way that's going to happen. Um, and on top of that, you know, he gets to be on the court running sets, running plays with the new guys who he's going to seemingly be on the court at the same time with because we saw Tyus Jones and Ja play together quite a bit. Wouldn't shock me to see Derrick Rose and, and Ja out there quite a bit. And, and, you know, Marcus Smart obviously is a new face. And so, yeah, it, it, it does matter. And I think being there, yes, it, you are kind of held accountable. You don't want to have what happened last year occur again. And, you know, look – We've seen these things, and I'm not trying to to say anything bad. But like, if if he were to make a mistake like that again, then then you would know you you know this this may be a problem that that's beyond your grasp. So look, he, he's I've said this to anybody that's asked me. Every t- every interaction I've had with the young man has been nothing but positive. I think he's a good a, a good good young man at heart. I think he just got caught up in having fun and doing something dumb and if I sat here and told you I didn't do some dumb things when I was having fun I'd be lying to you you know I, I all of my friends would be lying to you we did astro you know astoundingly stupid things we just weren't in the public eye the way this kid is and I don't want to call him a kid this young man is and um you know you got to learn from your mistakes and and hopefully he has and and we can get past this because inevitably what it boils down to is you want this to get back to being about basketball. He's got ridiculous abilities that, that put him on the upper echelon of NBA stars. And with those abilities and along with the other guys you have on your roster, you have a championship level team here in Memphis and everybody's like, Oh, well look what they haven't done anything. They're young. I got news for everybody that's sitting here knocking them. Oh, look, they were, they were this cocky, young, brash group, and they, they haven't won anything. It, the, the Golden State Warriors didn't wake up two years into Steph Curry's career and all of a sudden start winning titles. It took a minute. The, the Chicago Bulls, it took a minute with Michael Jordan. They had to get through the growing pains. They had to get the roster the way they needed it to be, and they had to have some experience of ups and downs. And that is a very normal thing. Very rarely do you have championship teams that just show up one day and go, okay, we're here to win a title, let's go. You know, Miami may be the exception when they brought in Wade and, and LeBron and Chris Bosh, but again, they weren't young guys. When you have also young, didn't win the title the first year, right? And and look, and when you have the young guys that that go in and have to and build it up together, Denver, perfect example. Phoenix, although they brought in Chris Paul to kind of bring it all together, they were getting better as a group with Booker and Ayton and 
and all those guys. And, you know, eventually Mikhail Bridges, who, who they've shipped off for Kevin Durant. Golden State, all these teams that, that built it organically and not just through going into the free agent market and loading up, um, it took it took some time. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's easy to take shots at people when they're falling down to just kind of go, yeah, we told you. But, you know, and it, it, that's what always cracks me up. I think we've had this conversation. I love the, the one thing that I would just roll my eyes at, shake my head, and just love the idiocy of people that when you talk about someone who's better than the other, like he doesn't have any rings and, you know, Steph and the Warriors are a dynasty. Okay, well, you were saying the same things defending your team when we're talking, you know, when you're blasting back and forth with people when the Warriors hadn't won a title and other teams were saying, like San Antonio fans were saying, pipe down till you win something, pipe down till you win something, pipe down till you win something. Quickly you forget that. I, I mean, in my opinion, this team – when healthy, and they will not be healthy fully this year, obviously, because Brandon Clark more than likely will not get on the court, um, any you know, if at all, but certainly not not before, um, you know, possibly the calendar year. I don't I don't want to speculate anything, but an Achilles injury, we all know the time frame it takes, and even if he comes back, um, how how effective is he with with relearning how to use that athleticism that makes him the player he is. But this team, when healthy, I believed 100% last year they were a championship-caliber team. I really did. And I, I still believe that. I just think losing Steven Adams and losing, losing Brandon Clark changed everything. And people are like, oh, you guys, two years in a row, the two-seed, and have gotten bounced before the conference finals. Okay, well, they ran into a Golden State team that probably should have been the two-seed were it not for injuries. And the next year they run into a Laker team that exposes – how valuable those other two guys were when they just pounded them on the offensive glass. You're not able to run the same high pick and rolls. So, you know, put it in perspective. But, you know, that's part of being a fan, and fans don't do that. I I think the whole focus for this year should be forget about what's going on off the court. Don't not have fun. I mean, these are young men who are insanely wealthy and insanely popular. Have fun with it. You don't get to go back and do it again. Look, at 51 years old, I can tell you, you don't get to go back and rewrite the the past. Go back, go ahead, have your fun, but don't let it spill into the court. And last year, I think it spilled into the court, obviously. And you can, if you can get past that and just, you know, separate the two, have your fun, but be ready to go when the ball's tossed in the air. This team's this team's one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. I, I still truly believe that. How do you think Taylor Jenkins is going to handle that fifth starting spot during the preseason? Um, I think he, you know, you only have five games, so it's a lot different than when you had eight and you could have, you know, play guys in six games and sit them basically in two, which usually was one in the middle and the very last one. Um, the fifth starting spot, I, I think, you know, it, to me, it's a question really, I, depending on how Jake LaRavia plays or Zaire Williams plays. Yeah or David Roddy, whoever assumes that lead role, is one of the other guys going to be enough to challenge it with Luke Kennard. So Luke Kennard being one you have to consider, I think, because of his ability to shoot the basketball. How does he fit in defensively, knowing the schemes defensively better than just coming in mid-year and trying to learn it on the fly? And Let's be honest, Luke's forte has never been on-ball defense. You know, he ain't Dylan Brooks, but, you know, he also does a lot of other things that really <laughs> Dylan fit. Dylan doesn't Look, shoot it like he does. Right. Not even close. 
and very few do, and that's what fits this offense perfectly. So is he better suited to come in and get open shots, you know, in the after the game's been flowing, or is he better suited to, to start? That's a decision for Taylor Jenkins. Is David Roddy's development where you want it to be, where that strength and physicality can really help you? And is he confident enough in the shot? Can you get Zaire Williams' confidence back where it was at the start of last year, where you we we have discussed on this show many times, he was the best player on the court in that first preseason game last year. And that was the last time we saw him for about three months because of the tendonitis. And then it was a totally different situation. If he can get back to where he is, because he's a terrific, terrific guy and wants nothing more than to be a contributor and, and you know, is, is very passionate about it. And, and maybe sometimes to a fault too passion. Part of the maturity is, hey, man, we play 82 games. There's going to be nights where you miss. There's going to be nights where you go three for 16. There's going to be nights where a guy beats you off the dribble repeatedly. There's going to be nights where you commit a stupid foul that hurts the team. At the end of the day, when you put your clothes on and left the locker room, that's where it should stay. And that's part of growing up. That's part of what the, the where veterans have that ability to, okay, let's move on. Go, to, go on to the next one. Yeah, it stings. We'll talk about it in film, but let's move on. That's the level of professionalism. And, you know, look, Jake Laravia at times last year looked really good had the issues with his back or whatever the, you know, whatever injuries, you know, kind of nagged him a little bit all year. Where's he at? And I think when you break that all down, it's going to be interesting to see that, uh, you know, they, they've got decisions on the roster. They've got, you know, Shaq Harrison's in there. He's a terrific defender. Is that an option potentially if he makes the roster to use him as one of those spot starter types that we've seen other teams use? And I wouldn't say spot starter, but, a starter that's there because you have enough firepower offensively or, you know, guys that can score the basketball. That's- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 